Hey lovebirds, this is Atan, Lindsay, Sam, and Courtney. We are four wedding professionals, each with a different area of expertise. Together we have over 40 years of combined experience in the wedding industry. We're here to give you some of our best tips, tricks, wedding day hacks, and share our greatest successes and worst horror stories. We'll also be interviewing some of the best wedding vendors that we've had the pleasure of partnering with. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your I Do Crew. Hey lovebirds, good morning and happy wedding Wednesday. Welcome to episode 20 of Your I Do Crew. Now, I know it might not be morning or even Wednesday when you listen to this, but I wanted to remind you that we do publish a new episode every single week on Wednesday, so make sure that you're subscribed to get every episode as they're released. This week, we're bringing you another wedding horror story, and this one comes from me. I'm going to tell you about the very first wedding that I officiated, why it wasn't in the couple's original plan, and how the whole thing happened. We're calling it My Big Fake Indian Wedding. <laughs> So, I do love that movie. Can I just say that? So if it's about oh. it's gonna be like this movie, I'm gonna be like a huge fan. God, yes. Uh, no, it's unfortunately it's not like the movie. I just thought it was a snappy name. All right, um, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually the first couple that I legally married. Um, and you know, I told the story before about how I got I got licensed to officiate my friend's wedding, and that was actually in April of oh my god, 2014. Yes. But I got licensed for it because I did all the, the homework and everything. And I got licensed for it in 2013. And so uh, let me rewind back to the beginning. So in June of 2013, I was invited to a friend of mine's wedding. And this friend is, uh, is Indian. Now, she was born in Detroit. Uh, as, and then her fiancé was born in uh, Columbus. But their parents all came over from India. And so they had a very traditional Indian wedding. So my wife and I, Jody and I, were thrilled to be invited to this because we love Indian food. We love Indian music. Um, a couple of our best friends are Indian. Uh, and since then, we've become great, great, great friends with this couple. But we were we were kind of surprised to be invited. But we were excited to go. So we went there. And this was at the, um, the Marriott in downtown Detroit. So real gorgeous venue. And this was the full... I mean, every awesome Indian wedding you have ever seen, they had everything in there. I mean, the groom rode up on a white horse. and Oh, my had, gosh. Oh, my God. And he was wearing, of course, beautiful garb. And then he had to dance. You know, uh, it was like a dance battle between him and her family to even get into the hotel. And this was fantastic. And we're all, you know, we're all standing outside and dancing with him. And it was so much fun. And we go inside and the venue is just absolutely decorated to the T. I mean, just uh, just stunning. You know, the, the elephants and the gold leaf and the accents everywhere. And it was a beautiful palette because it was cream and gold and a very rich red. And she, of course, looked absolutely beautiful. She had the, the wedding sari on and all of her wedding jewelry. And it was this amazing gala. And I mean, when I tell you the wedding started at two, and the wedding itself did not end until almost six o'clock. I mean, wow. there was a point where he was on his family's shoulders and she was on her family's shoulders. They're about 15 feet apart and they were throwing um, uh, uh, rose wreaths, trying to basically like um, 
horseshoes trying to get over each other's necks. And that was part of the ceremony. And it wow. was so And so the <laughs> parents, uh, their parents spared no expense. And they had flown uh, on a holy man over from India to perform the ceremony. And so it was all in Hindi. So I had no idea what was going on. But oh it was gosh. it was wonderful and it was just so visually stunning. And then they took us out at about six and we had the cocktail hour while they flipped the venue and we came back in and you would not know that it was the same venue. Before it had been all bright colors and it had been all um, you know, cream and red and gold. And we came back in and all of a sudden it was draped in um, you know, midnight blue and there was uplighting with green accents and it was just oh my goodness. And after that um, something with Indian weddings is there's almost a, I'm, I'm trying hard not to be, um, uh, not to be offensive here, but almost like a talent show where members of the family and the bridal party and the groomsmen will do dances and little skits and songs and I mean, karaoke lip sync battles. And it's just so much fun and it's so wild and so over the top and it was amazing. And so we went home just, you know, giddy, uh, amazing food, incredible food. Uh, and I got laughed at by a few members of their family because I went straight for the uh, the kind of the hot stuff. And they said, oh, you know, this this is very hot. I'm like, I know. I love Indian food. <laughs> oh, you like Indian food. It was like I was a curiosity. Um, you know, here's, the, here's this cracker who likes Indian food. Um, <laughs> so, I feel like that's true though, because the United States gets a rep for not being able to handle like oh, yeah. spices. But yeah. I, I'm a baby about it, so I, I fit that <laughs> stereotype. But yeah. oh. well, and and if you're not used to Indian food, their their basic level of spiciness is is like a good medium medium hot. Like if you were to go to I don't know like B Dubs, but it's it's different. It's much more flavorful. It's not just like the you know the the hot sauce hot. Um, but so we ended up going home and, you know, like I said, we were friends with this couple and this was in uh, June of, of 2013. And in November, I get a call from my friend, the bride, and she says, oh, my God, it's Han. What? What's going on? I just found out we're not married. Like, what? Uh, what do you mean? Well, they flew him over from India, but he didn't have the right license and, and everything because we live in Ohio, but it was in Michigan again and everything we're not legally married oh my god do you know anybody that can help us actually i do after all that money and time and oh, a beautiful yes. oh. after everything they thought they were married for five months it was only when they tried to uh he basically she tried to go on his insurance and oh. yeah come to find out that the license wasn't valid the marriage wasn't legal and they were freaking out and I said, you know what, you know, I can come over tonight and I can take care of that for you guys. Yeah. So my first, I like to say that my first wedding was an Indian wedding, uh, which was, you know, a lot of fun. And I went over there to their, I mean, it was just in their living room and I said, you know, do you, yeah, do you still do? Yes. Okay. You both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was, their second wedding was very low key. Can you imagine if they were like, actually, we're good. Like, I changed my mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so here's, wow. uh, here's the real question then. So when when do they celebrate their actual anniversary then? Are they celebrating <laughs> on the day? <laughs> so I actually, I send them two anniversary cards a year. I send them a fake anniversary <laughs> That's card. That's so funny. Anniversary card. How, where oh. do you find a fake anniversary card? Or do you I, just like... 
I just write the word fake into, oh. into <laughs> fake from Sharpie and you know happy fake, you know, parentheses fake anniversary. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. That so, is really fantastic. The lesson there is make sure that your officiant is licensed to legally marry you. Yes. You know, they can't blame you because like you said, it was in a different language. So how could you have known? But because <laughs> in most in most situations, if you're at a wedding, like I've been to a bunch of weddings this year and I've unfortunately seen some things going wrong, you know, but if it's in a different language, you're that's not going to help you at all mm-hmm. being your title right. and job. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the other wow. thing is getting married across state lines can be tricky, too. Uh, I actually have a couple that is my last wedding of the year, uh, December 17. They're flying up from Texas to get married here in Northwest Ohio. So uh, who knew that we were a destination wedding spot? But uh, <laughs> they, uh, I, I talked to them and they said, oh yeah, we already got our marriage license. And I said, wait, 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 wait. You know, when you get married interstate, you know, if you're coming from another state to get married in Ohio, you have to get your license in Ohio in the county where you're getting married. And usually, and all the states that I've married people in, Wisconsin, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, that's the case. Um, and I've married couples from South Carolina and some other states as well. So generally, if you're getting married in your home state, you get your license in your resident county. So if you're a resident of Wood County, no matter where in the state you're getting married, as long as it's in your own state, you get your license where you're a resident. But mm-hmm. if you're going to cross state lines, even if you're just going five minutes over the, over the border, you have to get your license in the county that you're getting married in. So that's a you know free piece of advice for everybody out there. Don't let this happen to you. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Like I didn't know that until recently. So I'm so glad you told me because no, I I don't think that's very public that you need mm-hmm. to do that. You know, I, unless yeah. you bump into people like yourself that are very knowledgeable about that. But well, and I'm I'm a little frustrated with the uh, the county clerk in that county where the, the Texas couple went and got their license because you'd think they'd ask, you know, where are you getting married? Because they could have said, oh, you're going to Ohio? You don't get your license here. So this poor couple, you know, spent $80 they didn't have to. And Yeah, it's just a waste of everybody's time, you know, if if, if it's not even the right place. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and I've had a couple, I've had a, a couple of couples. It has to be a better <laughs> word for that. <laughs> I've had a uh, I've had a couple of couples who uh, were getting married there, lived in Toledo, and they got married just over the line in Michigan. But they, uh, before they talked to me, they got their license. And so what we did was we had the ceremony in Michigan, but then we crossed the state line. And yes, again, I'm OCD, so I made them do that. Back over <laughs> the line in Toledo and actually did the official, do you? Yes, do you? Yes, I now pronounce you. Now we'll sign. Oh, wow. So yeah. going above and beyond the call yeah. of duty. Well, <laughs> you know, it's just I, I I don't want it to come back on me or them and, and have something like what happened to my my two friends and like, oh, my God, we're not actually married. I would just rather do it right the first time. Wow. That's amazing. Gosh. <laughs> Happy oh fake gosh. wedding anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So as you can hear, everything turned out OK. I was able to help my friends and I got my feet wet with my very first wedding. If there's a moral to this story, make sure that the person who's marrying you is actually able to marry you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. And remember, we'd love to hear some of your wedding horror stories. So please send us your most shocking, nauseating, or emotionally scarring wedding tales by emailing us at stories at your 
And once again, thanks for listening. We know that there are a lot of podcasts out there, and we're so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Next week, we'll be publishing another full episode where we talk about how to create a budget, what should be in your budget, and how to organize your budget for your wedding. So stay tuned for all of that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on the Not Wedding Wire Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. This is Samantha Bean. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or by hashtagging Toledo Talktales. And this is Courtney Majors, and you can find me on Instagram at This is Courtney Ann. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback, so if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers! Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.